calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Dale. Do you know what? I don't host that often. I think this is only like my third time, so it's very weird to do this. But I'm with Jesse Gomez. Yo, yo. And I'm with Matt Persley. Hello. How you doing, boys? Doing so good. I'm not sure I've been on a podcast when you've hosted. I think that's new for me. Probably, yeah. I mean, like I said, I've only done it a couple <laughs> of times. New experiences so. every day when it comes to this job. It's an amazing place. <laughs> That sounded sarcastic. Yeah, you don't Uh, feel sincere there, mate. I'm going to be honest. I I very much appreciate. Do you like working here? (laughs) Confess. It's it's a it's a it's a better place than a cinema. Okay. Oh God. Is that is that just the upgrade? (laughs) No, it's really great. Don't listen to me. Anyway, this morning. Me and Matt, we had a right old cheeky surprise, didn't I we? I know, right? Right, find a new trailer for Final Fantasy VII, and I know we've had a few trailers already. Yeah, but this was a a beast. It's of a near trailer. enough four minutes long, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's, it's like full. that's a lot. It's like chock a block with there's barely any stuff we've seen, but we've seen glimpses of it before. Mm-hmm, but mm. this is like some of it feels like little sections of scenes. Like yeah, some, yeah, it's like quite a lot of it is pulled from cutscenes. No, so it's like, mainly cutscene, not gameplay. The, yeah. There is gameplay in there, but I feel like it's pulled from some of the bigger story moments of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Yeah. And just being able to, again, it's the joy that all of the these sneaks have been, is seeing what those places look like. And I think for me, the biggest change is like, the Shimmer building doesn't look anything like I thought it would. <laughs> no, right? Like those, like, it's still, the. I want to point out, it's got the staircase. Yeah. I love that they've put That's the staircase yes, in. I love that. Um, but like all of the actual labs where sort of like Red 13 is found and sort of like where Hojo's working don't look really anything like they did in the original game. They're a lot darker. They're yeah. a lot sort of like very green lit. It's got all the Mako stuff is, is definitely there. Modern technology is amazing. Well, I, d- I do think some of the original environments from the game still, ha- still have like elements of charm, but definitely th- those locations did feel like really cheap. Yeah. Didn't yeah. they really? Like, compared to like some of the more villagey sort of places mm-hmm. like more traditional fantasy high fantasy stuff which kind of you can see that translating quite easily there's much more of i think a cohesive kind of visual design to this room re- from what i've seen of the remake yes. so far it like that shimra building feels like that horrible manky sort of <laughs> like shim like the the area of midgar is not supposed to be very nice to no. live in and like we've seen a lot more of the slums
slums, I think, and less so. I'd be interested to know, like, where the rich people live on the plate. Mm. I'd like to know that. But, like, the inside of the Shimmer building looks foreboding. It looks like a place where, from the outside, everybody thinks it's just an electric company, but yeah. inside is where the horrible shit's going on. Yeah. And, like, there's loads more Geneva in that trailer. And, like, Jennifer was is basically... <laughs> you get a sneak peek of her in the original game through a window. So is it pronounced Geneva? Oh, I thought it was Genova. Oh, no. I think it's one of these where, like... <laughs> Wait, she said, no, she says Genova in the trailer, doesn't Probably, she? Probably, yeah. yeah. It's just the whole thing, like, I, I call it Mako, but it's Mako. Yeah, I know, I agree, completely this agree with that. This. I said that say Mako, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. So yeah. in the trailer, they said... So it's very surreal. Obviously, when we played this as a kid, you're mm-hmm. not... You're just seeing these words yeah. written down. That's I couldn't mad. pronounce Sephiroth as a kid. Exactly the same. I was yeah. telling Jesse this morning, actually, <laughs> me and my friend used to call him Sahiroff <laughs> all the time. I mean, how else would you know, right? Because you never you never hear voices in the game. No, there's no voice actor. All I was doing was reading the game, reading magazines, and talking to my friends about it so yeah. you'd make up your own mm. pronunciations that makes sense but yeah I, I, I always thought it was Genova it might be it, it almost certainly is Genova okay. but I've always just had but it Mako, yes absolutely yeah. throws me when I hear them saying Mako now it's just like this just doesn't it's feel right hard K isn't it yeah. it doesn't sound right but I, I thought it's, it's crazy though they've shown a lot more about how they've reorganised things as well like like you said about Genova like although in the section of the game what this is supposed to take place in there is like you know you do see something of Genova and there is a hint of it but there's no boss battles or oh no no like you don't get that until they're on the ship yeah, later on yeah that's the on, first one yeah. like when they're crossing over to the second continent mm-hmm. um, but now it's like there's a full on boss battle in this game with Genova and it does it, it definitely makes sense and it also like there's a lot more Sephiroth in this trailer than mm. we like Sephiroth isn't in the yeah. in the in the area that they've taken he's very much in the shadows and sort sure. of mentioned in in like passing and you're like oh who is that guy whereas well, in the clearly game. yeah yeah, yeah you, right. you just don't see him at but all I guess, I guess they feel the need just to build that stuff up because there's going to be what two or maybe yeah. three yeah. games well, at like, this point so I was going to say it was Sephiroth though. isn't there uh, towards the end you've played it very recently yeah. for mm-hmm. a reason we won't go into but maybe a future <laughs> video series and um there is the element of him breaking out the Genova cells from the Shinra builder right? and yeah, but, you don't, people, see but you don't see him which I really like and mm. I've always been a bit worried they put too much Sephiroth in this one because he is such an iconic villain yeah. Yeah. and I actually really love the pacing of the original in the idea of like for the first few hours of the game, you actually think the villain is President Shimra. Yes. And, yeah. like, until... Until he gets got. Yeah. yeah. Sorry Spoilers. we're spoiling this for anybody that hasn't... <laughs> Isn't hasn't that, like, a really enough. Final Fantasy thing, that you have, like, the initial villain, then it turns into something, like, humongous all It's the time, not used right? for all the games, but it's certainly... It's, I mean, I it's think definitely it's, a nine. Yeah. Right, okay. it, I think it's more of a common storytelling trope, more so than just purely Yeah, like, there's Fantasy. a bigger bad guy at yeah. play. Um, but I see this as a bit like, I mean, a, a good example that is actually a bad set of films is I actually quite <laughs> like how The Hobbit, because the book wasn't written as a prequel to Lord mm. of the Rings, because it actually is the first book. Yeah. When they made the films and it was a prequel to Lord of the Rings, there is a lot more of those films in The Hobbit. And it sort of explains like, oh, when Gandalf ran away for all those months, you didn't know <laughs> what he was doing in the book. But actually the film shows you he was researching like the Nazgul and all of that. Yeah. Whereas that is, I think, sort of the approach that Final Fantasy is taking. That it's like, well let's bring a little bit more of Sephiroth into it because sort of you know how this is going to play out mm. now and for people that don't then you just get Sephiroth earlier but for people that are in the know it's quite cool to yeah. see how they remix it with so him in I, I feel like from watching this and trying to piece it together that maybe there is just a scene there that is fleshed out a bit more yeah. 
and everything else of Sephiroth is just visions and hallucinations. Yeah. And that maybe we don't see the actual physical embodiment of him, or maybe we do right at the end to yeah. tease the next yeah, one. Yeah, I think up. you're probably right about that. Like, I mm. think, you know, how kind of in the, in the bombing sections of the original game, you'd have bits where Cloud would collapse. Yeah. And you just get static on screen. I think in this, Sephiroth's going to appear to him. Sure. Yeah. And that's how we're getting, like, because technically he's bodies not around until actually a lot yeah, later in the exactly. game. Oh. Well, so I had finding out some things here. Yeah, I've had my, uh, had my eagle eyes on the, um, the trailer <laughs> earlier and I noticed that there was a bit that looked a little bit like the Nibelheim sequence. Sure. But then I was like, well, I can see Barrett's foot and he isn't in that sequence. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, either they've changed that, which wouldn't make any sense from a story yeah. perspective, or it's a hallucination or a vision mm-hmm. or something like that. But it's, it's, it's getting real now, isn't oh, it? Oh, like, yeah. It's getting close. Yeah. And so many, like, there are boss battles that aren't in places they thought they'd be. You know, the, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but the whirly helicopter thing yeah. that you do <laughs> fight on the lifts in the Shimmer building is not in a lift now. Mm. Um, as we've spoken about, Genova is now. And that looks like it takes place in a weird kind of never realm. So I don't know if you'll get sucked into something. Yeah. That, oh and also Red 13's in that trailer and he sounds exactly like exactly what, what I thought he'd be. Yeah, exactly what <laughs> Which expecting. is not what the case for quite a lot of the characters well, in like this. Well, like Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> I saw someone in the in the comments on the YouTube video, and I thought it was so descriptive, was saying he sounds like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, it That's actually brilliant. does sound a bit like that. <laughs> it is. It's one of those that, like, is it racist? Is it too much of a caricature? I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'll mellow to it. When he but... sees Red 13, and what is this? A talking wolf or yeah. whatever he says, like... <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a bit corny. From what you've seen with, like, the remake and stuff, how mm-hmm. does um, the new content compare to, like, what your imagination came up with back when you played it originally? Because oh, it was- you're filling in these voices and you're seeing these locations for the first for the first time in, like, yeah. HD, mm-hmm. essentially. I mean, for me, it's the animations of sort of, like, you're extrapolating what were very simplistic battle animations, yeah. Yeah. which still at the time were incredible. We have to remember that Final Fantasy VII was a generational leap for those kind of games. I've, I've actually surprised myself because I've been editing through tons of Final yeah. Fantasy 7 footage from the original game and I'm surprised that the game can look good at times because yeah. in my head I, I thought man these old games look like shit but really there's really impressive moments where you know it'll be like CG cutscene and it transitions into gameplay with yeah. the actual character models yeah. and I'm like that blows my mind it's like how did they do that it's so it, cool. was, it was super impressive yeah. Yeah. and to be quite honest they've got they've managed to get a little bit of that magic in now if you've seen you know, a few weeks ago, they leaked the opening. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. And the transition it's got from the pre-rendered cutscene into when Cloud leaps off the train. Oh, and shit. they I disguise it by as the train comes into the station. And, you know, when trains put brakes on, especially yeah. in fantasy things, you get loads of smoke coming oh, out of the side. Yeah, that's so the, cool. the smoke is used as the transition, and it's so, so that's well done. That's anime as fuck. I can't do, wait Do you know what? This. One thing I was really satisfied, because a lot of things have changed, and I think the most impressive change is always the sense of scale on yeah. it now. Now it just mm. feels like even when she, uh, Cloud is walking around just outside uh, Don Corneo's yeah. house in that area, that just the sense of scale compared to what it is originally. It feels like felt, Walmart. It feels yeah. like a market now rather than a collection of very tiny weird shops. Absolutely. But the one thing that I noticed that hasn't changed, I thought it was quite odd but really cool, was uh, the vehicles that they're using in yeah. the final chase. That little van, <laughs> yeah. the one that Barrett is too big to get into, so he has to jump in the back. <laughs> I hope that like the one thing that I do really want is you know that cutscene from the Shimra building is probably one of the most iconic cutscenes in the game although right? you watched what, that the, back recently well yes yeah, yeah. I was literally playing it through well, the, 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 the way the they walk up or 
Uh, no, else? no. There's a, when they escape the Shimmer building. Just oh, before okay. they escape it, before when Cloud gets the bike. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay. But it's really, the way that, they yeah. walk around the yeah. environment is very, <laughs> is very janky. But yeah. I sort of want them to. I want that to be like. I want the camera angles to be the same. Sure. I'd love <laughs> to see that scene, but just in but, to life. Yeah, 4K mm, yeah. HD, 60. You know that is. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> I am too. Wow. I was going to think of a link here, but then I yeah. remembered, I don't know fully what you're going to talk about here, Matt. So I'm just <laughs> going to say something else old. Right, yeah. <laughs> Warcraft. So, yeah. So let's say from one exciting uh, remake to maybe something that's slightly less exciting. There we go. So Warcraft 3 Reforged came out this week. Um, are either of you familiar with Warcraft 3? Not in the slightest. I've seen pictures. That's <laughs> that's my extent of seen knowledge. Right, okay. <laughs> so Warcraft three came out in two thousand and two. So it's a few years later than Final Fantasy. Um, and fuck, I must have been like a baby. I know. The fuck, yeah, you've been tiny. Um, and Warcraft three is before Warcraft became World of Warcraft. So it's not an MMO RPG online deal. It's they were real time strategies. They were you know like war games where yeah. you'd like you you create little bases, build battalions of orcs or humans or whoever beside you were playing. Was sorry, was Warcraft already a big deal at that? Point. Yeah, yeah. So okay. war, I can remember Warcraft three coming out. I can remember walking into PC World and they got nice. a massive wow. statue before of an orc. PC World curries, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It was before it. the curries. I remember those days. You make me feel so old. <laughs> before it was like I don't know, like floppy disk central or something. I remember when a PC called. World came to Coventry and I was like <laughs> so excited that we could go look at computers. <laughs> just here. That's mad. Um, so yeah, it was a big deal at the time. Like Blizzard already kind of certainly not as big as they are now, but yeah. they've made a name for themselves. Mm. Um, and at the time, like, Warcraft 3 was a revolution. It meant it was the game, I think, that really forced, like, narrative and story and characters into into RTS games. The half-life of RTS, is that to, what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, to a degree. Like, before they were very much like, like, Command and Conquer has story and has, yeah. like, those mad characters in between <laughs> the missions. But in a mission, it was very much like you build all your stuff and you yeah. follow the tactics and you smash the other team. Are you saying cannon fodder doesn't have a good story? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe. Um, but Warcraft 3 was the one which brought in sort of like you actually had hero characters and sort of like not every mission would be about building a base and sending a massive wave of your characters over and smashing the enemy. Yeah, yeah. There'd be a lot more narrative like objectives and like you'd meet characters on the map and they give you side quests. So all of these are good reasons for it to be remastered, right? Because sure. it's a classic. And on the surface they've done a very good job of it it's still built like most remasters are like in the warcraft 3 engine but now yeah. we've got much more powerful computers and tech yeah it means that you can make it look substantially better so all the character models have been completely redone um re-recorded audio um there have been a few little changes like certain characters like um if they've now got mounts like so one of them rides a giant wolf um, but in the original one it's just a generic black wolf but because World of Warcraft added a little bit more story and he's now got a named character that he like he rides around on okay. they've added that so into like his character model now, essentially like. no so it's not well, but you units, have the lore of the yeah yeah, yeah okay, he's riding okay. around on this big white wolf because that's what he does in World of Warcraft right so there's all of that is kind of quite impressive on yeah. the surface and I do think it is on 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 the whole a good remake well remaster should i say it's definitely not a remake but the thing is is there's an awful lot of controversy about which jesse you first alerted me to the other day oh yeah it was mad because i don't know a thing about warcraft and yeah. like when i just watched a few videos on youtube i was like i mean i've never played this series so mm -hmm. this you know remake remaster whatever yeah. 
be fine for me because I don't have nothing like to compare to. Mm -hmm. If I play it, I'll be fine. But then people are complaining about um, animations being like cut to like 20 frames per second now. And back in 2018, I think um, Blizzard showed off cutscenes that were like pre-rendered and stuff like that. So this is the thing, right? So... In 2018, I went to BlizzCon and mm-hmm. I played. Oh, you saw it. I I played <laughs> um, this mission of Warcraft 3 Reforged that they made, and while the actual gameplay parts of it are exactly the same as what they are now, the presentation was very very different. Okay. So um, in the original game, when you'd have so there were you know Blizzard are very very famous for their cutscenes. Mm-hmm. So you'd have like those incredibly well done ones between missions, but when you'd start a mission, you'd have an in-engine cutscene, which would just be <laughs> that Boy, usual sad. bird's eye perspective the RTS games have where you'd watch some characters walk in little, be char- some VO. little character icon and yeah, shit like yeah. that yeah. there'd be some VO a little portrait in the corner would yeah, come yeah, up yeah. so you could see do that well in 2018 when I played this this remaster instead of having that horrible bird well, it's not horrible because I play most of the game in that but <laughs> for cutscenes it would bring the camera right down and it'd be like an in-engine cutscene and there'd be bespoke animations for that cutscene where characters would like point at each other or they'd move their weapons and yeah. there'd be a lot more Just emotion makes it more to lively it. Yeah, yeah yeah it felt like you know as close to being a rendered cutscene as you could get in that engine mm. um that just doesn't exist. In, like, I can't believe it. Comp- <laughs> so I not- mean, actually, that would piss off tons of people. Obviously, yeah. I'm just coming at the frame. Of so, well, it's that <laughs> thing like you go in expecting like the presentation is going to allow you to. Yes, it's not a remake, but it's those elements that help bring it into yeah, the 21st sure, yeah. century. Mm. And obviously, at some point, <laughs> probably realise that making them is quite expensive. Yeah. yeah. Blizzard has a lot of money. Blizzard has a lot of They're not shy of a bubble, too, yeah. are they? I'm is sure. it one of those like watchdog scenarios where we first see it and it looks great, and then when it comes no, out... I think this is a very, very different situation to Watch Dogs, okay. because like, I will, I'll be the person that defends like Ubisoft on these sort of things, where... Yeah. like. When you're going into something like E3 and you, you're only in sort of like the previs stage, yeah. you're thinking, yeah, you're you getting that like something. really well made vertical slice. Oh, oh, it's not even a vertical slice. I think you're presenting a vision, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, okay. t- you're showing people what the potential could be, mm-hmm. but that's not the final product. They're years away from that. Yeah, final and product. nobody at that point knows, yeah. like, you know, because at that point they've probably not been loaded onto Xboxes and Playstations. It's probably yeah, it's the PC version of the build. Super yeah. PCs You've not and done stuff. any optimization, so they don't know quite where they are. Yeah, but. What you saw at E3 of Watch Dogs was Watch Dogs. It just wasn't as graphically impressive. Yeah, Same yeah, with The Witcher. Yeah. What I played at BlizzCon 2018, yes, the gameplay side of it is right, but the presentation mm. is entirely different. The other thing is, is like the actual UI is entirely different now. The UI that's in this version of the game that's been released is the original UI upscaled, but huh. they built a brand new UI for it. I wonder it. why they abandoned that. Yeah, now. that seems mad considering the UI is already built in. Like That's um, not going to change yeah. much. Yeah, you have to assume that was... For the better, though, right? Why um, would they make that decision otherwise? Uh, so I think I, I imagine the UI is probably a case of they've decided that they've tried to reinvent the wheel, yeah, and, and there was no what, yeah, point. Yeah. Trying to make a Steam controller. Very much so. The cutscene stuff, I think, is very much probably when you realise that you have to potentially make three of these per mission. Right. As probably, and this is a big, this is like a 30 hour campaign. Oh, over, Jesus Christ, like, that's a lot. You have a prologue campaign in which you play as the orcs, and then you switch to the humans for a big campaign, and then you swap in between the alliance and the horde, yeah. and there's the expansion pack, is it part of this as well? It's basically all the story that leads into World of Warcraft. So right. it's a big yeah. deal with a lot of story happening, and the idea, I can see them probably realising you know maybe getting several cutscenes <laughs> deep and realizing god it's too much work effectively we could still ship it out and it would be a, r- a pretty decent remake yeah. re- well remaster 
and they probably underestimated how much people would care. The but, other thing is, is like you can no longer play in the launch of the original. If you owned the original Warcraft three, this has replaced it. Oh, so oh. Was, that, was that on Steam and it's been replaced? So now? it's not on Steam. It's on on. Blizzard's version of right, Steam. Okay. But surely if you had the original, like, disc version. So it all got transferred into your accounts on uh, on Battle.net. So they've just literally just got... It's like the the original trilogy, Star Wars. Like, you yeah, just can't get it anymore. Degree. And it's like, if you haven't paid for Reforged, you won't get the Reforged graphics, but you still have to boot it through the same launcher, through the same... That's bullshit. ...elements. Yeah, that's mad. That's it's, mad. Yeah, and they've also, like, so... The Warcraft 3 is really important because it basically created Dota. Right. Um, so it used to be able to get a custom uh, games creator in it, and that's what people made Dota, the original version of Dota, which obviously then spun out into so League that, of Legends. So that was a mod of Warcraft yeah, 3. Yeah, yeah. Right. And what they've done now is because they realized that they basically didn't make a lot of money off that because yeah. it was a, um, anything you make in the custom creator in Reforged is property of Blizzard now. Nice. So there are an That's awful lot mad. of very so like lots people. of things I've got. Like, hasn't the whole Battle Royale genre came out of a mod, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But I guess there's the other argument as well where someone who's creating that those maps or game modes mm-hmm. for Warcraft, they'll be like, I'm adding... I'm, I'm given Blizzard ideas or yeah. maybe like this might be a potential to show off and then if Blizzard own it maybe they'll contact I mean, the I idea like is that very, you get very, a job from yeah, it maybe I know instead. but that's like that's like being very very hopeful mm-hmm. I suppose but yeah so it's 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 been a week for Blizzard fans. Yeah. How, how much would would I care or someone like me who hasn't played Warcraft three going into this? Like, I it wouldn't only, make much of a yeah, difference, really. It, absolutely not. Like, it's still like I've now I've played all of the prologue orc campaign and I've played about six seven missions of the of the humans one, yeah. and it's still it's it's a good RTS. I think part of that is just because the RTS genre sort of stalled in like the mid 2000s yeah, for sure. and there's not been a lot of evolution there, so mm. it still feels quite quite good and quite new Um, it's definitely slower than I remember there's a lot of sort of waiting around for your buildings to get (laughs) built and lots of like early on you do a big 20 minute sort of like there are waves of enemies coming at you but the time between waves is so long (laughs) to obviously give you the chance to to build so it's antiquated in some ways but it still delivers a good story I think it is a good remaster it's just that it's not the game it's it's not the one for the fans I guess yeah yeah definitely I think Jesse you probably have I mean especially because you've got a lot more tolerance for older games as well (laughs) I think you'd have a good time and it doesn't feel ancient by any means because I still play Empire at War and I I still enjoy that mm -hmm. so Speaking of things that are promised, yeah. a little peek behind the curtain here. Before we started this podcast, <laughs> normally on the podcast, you may have noticed, we normally have about three major talking items and then we go into the endless search afterwards. I said, Jesse, think of something else for us to talk. And in the running order, it says something else in capital letters. Um, I just want to say... I'm putting you on the spot right now. You've got five minutes to talk about games you've been playing recently. Let's go. Matt, me and you, we played Disintegration. <laughs> oh, we have recently. Yeah, okay, I mean, that's not, good. not a lot of it. No, we've played, we've played, we've played a, a match. matches. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, can you can you describe it? Because I'm I'm at a loss for words for the for the okay. ambush that they always present. <laughs> uh, so, Disintegration. You may, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you may remember Joe talking about this around Gamescom, um, where he played some. It's basically um, it will have a campaign, but the beta obviously is only multiplayer. And, and we play this on PS4. Just and we've been playing this on PS4. And basically, what it is, I think it's. It's 3v3, isn't it? Or 5v5? I can't remember. It's 4v4. Is it 4v4? (laughs) It's one of the three. It's a small number of players on either side. 
And so there's the, no like single player. Game there is, but okay. not in the cam- not okay. in the beta. Oh, so if, you're playing, course, yeah. if you're playing the beta, then you get a tutorial, which is like single player because you're okay. playing by yourself. You, you get, yeah. and the reason why you have that tutorial is because actually it's a little bit complicated because rather yeah. than being a first person shooter, it's sort of a first person flyer. You're in a like a little bike. hovercraft kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, so it's not it's not like true dogfighting like in like World War Two planes or anything like that. Yeah. It's not that complicated. Yeah. But it is, you do have uh, up and down as well as forward, backwards, left, right. Yeah. Um, and you then have a team of three sort of... Like, you get like AI a, soldiers yeah, with different so, abilities you can make yeah, use of. So one of them might be a medic, one of them might be a big mech with a mortar on his back, yeah. and one of them's like just a soldier. Yeah. And the idea is is to defeat the enemy and this is where it becomes a little bit more difficult for me to yeah you're really out there with that concept I know, defeating right? the, the enemy the, the problem was yeah we we started and we got into a match but we were given no description as to what the objective was so we were very confused and the, obviously we could have searched us up beforehand but we just wanted to get into a no, game the game should the, tell you the beta is yeah. a bit rough is yeah. what I'm trying to say oh yeah. yes I so I only caught a few minutes of it over you guys <laughs> mm-hmm. over your shoulders and that 20 frames a second if I'm being generous <laughs> yeah. looks really nice yeah I I mean I, I don't actually know what date they've got planned for release mm. but to be quite honest this felt a bit more in the alpha region yes, than beta 100%. to me Ooh, um, it, it might have been just because we were playing on base PS4s not PS4 Pros but even then like you would expect better yeah and you also you do have to develop for the yeah, system yeah, that's, that's a bullshit sure. reason yeah, yeah. Um, I think the reason why it's 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 struggling is just because it's nowhere near finished and I would have <laughs> only had it at closed beta at this moment like 100% as of now, I believe it it's is in public, open beta for the yeah, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can go and play it to see what we're talking about. Mm. Do expect it to be A, when you launch into a match, there's no explanation. And it appears to be some sort of capture point game, okay. but it's not a capture point game. And because there's obviously a nuance to it, it's to yeah. do with detonating bombs. Right. From, from, what core, I, yeah, I from what I understood, like the teams had to use the AI to collect a core and then bring it back to a launch point in the middle of the map. And there's three launch points. Mm-hmm. So it's like capture the flag, basically, yeah. but you only have like, like three chances. Sounds like the dark zone in the division. <laughs> <laughs> to grab someone and take it yeah. to a spawn point. But when we were playing, we just didn't have really the chance to comprehend what our objective was. We were just, we were just killing people yeah but it's learning that so it's obviously it's a slight it's, it's a non-conventional multiplayer match type mm. yeah. with non-conventional controls because you're in a flying jet mm. bike whilst also controlling ai groups of people uh, and I, also, I do like that concept as well like being able to like command yeah. your command yourself and obviously have your own team of ai kind of like little mm-hmm. grunts because yeah does that happen in dota and stuff where you have like little mobs of enemies uh, that you no kill? there are mobs but they are controlled by the computer you don't have to worry yeah, about yeah, them yeah. they just march down lanes right but, okay You've also then got every flying bike is based on a different sort of, I guess, key gimmick. Yeah, okay. I wasn't so, expecting that. So, like, all. one of them is, I can't remember what it's name, but it's something to do with almost, like, Arthurian legend. Okay. And so the bike looks like it's a giant sort of flying, I guess, almost like horse. Yeah. Um, you, and, you have another one that's based of, like, 80s neon kind yeah. of theme thing, and then you have, like, clowns, then you have samurai and <laughs> shit. Wacky. I wasn't expecting, I was expecting, like, kind of Titanfall 2-esque, yeah. you know, like, just the good guys and the bad guys, and they're all both futuristic. Yeah, it's, it, I guess it does have a certain amount of Titanfall to it, because obviously Titanfall had the AI grunts but they just were doing yeah. their own thing they were much more like the dota style thing whereas this is they are they're effectively if you can think of overwatch having the skills that's what your ai team okay. is there to achieve yeah it's got all of these really good ideas but at the moment 
the movement is really twitchy, like far too twitchy for its own good. So that needs smoothing out. It mm. needs to have, yes, it's got a tutorial to explain how to fly the bike, but I need a tutorial to explain <laughs> how I play the game. game. Yeah. And also it's just like, as I say, like that Arthurian style one, like its weapon is a giant like ballista crossbow, which is not what I was expecting out no, of a grab no, bike. Very uh, weird, yeah. The Neon Dreams, I think it's called, which is the 80s one, which I was immediately drawn to. Um, mm. That's more my speed because it's just got massive rotating miniguns on the front <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah. But then there's one of them that's just got like a, a, a single shot cannon and I don't think for the speed it's running at, single shot no, feels no. right. I just felt really conflicted because the world, the map you were playing in was kind of like just ru- this rundown city and then you have like neon blokes there with clowns fighting like knights <laughs> with samurais behind you. It's a like, video game, dude. Yeah. I know, but like it was just... I, I like think the- that that's the stuff I like about it. I think it's bonkers. I, just, I felt like the world didn't suit the amount of color which the yeah. characters had. The thing is, is it's made by uh, the Teamies X original Halo developers. Okay. So I'm actually much more interested Legends. in the campaign because the Halo campaigns I really like. I think all of these things will fit for a campaign. If I'm being totally honest, I think the multiplayer will get dropped within like three months of it coming so, out. It but like it, my yeah. fingers are crossed for them because they do have an interesting idea. Yeah. I just don't know if it can compete with the likes of Rainbow and Overwatch. Yeah, that's yeah, so. fair enough. Good luck, um, Guys, I was like six minutes. Well, well you know what? I will say Weldon Jesse, but I, I feel like Matt carried a lot. Like, well, you know what? Sometimes like words just melt in the mouth fine, and I can't mate. speak. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, boys, we need, an, we need an endless search day. Another peep behind the curtain. This is very late in the afternoon on Friday <laughs> yeah. and we realised we haven't done the podcast this week. So I was like, I need an endless search. I went straight to the podcast feedback email and literally the most recent email came in was a game suggestion. Hey, I barely read this. <laughs> I read Great. it enough to say, that sounds all right. That'll work. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm going to read that. But first... Clap. Right. Don't give the game away. <laughs> Inside. It's a UK IGN crew. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Hold at the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Is it in the search? Right, this is from Chris Pryor. And bear in mind, this just came in, so it's let's, hot. Let's hope it's all right. Warm paper. Oh, yeah, the paper's still warm. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Uh, hi, IGN UK. Here's my idea for a very simple but hopefully fun and frantic game. Oh, and we all God. know Jesse from last week. He loves frantic. <laughs> Piss. <laughs> the name is The Perpetual Pursuit, which is a bit of a mouthful. Perpetual Pursuit. Yeah. The idea. Films or video game titles that have been altered by the thesaurus. I can never get that right. Thesaurus. Thesaurus. thesaurus to create a new title. Easy to set up, but easy to play? Question mark. Mm. Mm. <laughs> there it is uh, 10 clues 1 point blah 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 blah. basically <laughs> a film clues uh, so I'm just going to keep this simple I'm going to say what he's written and it's been altered by the thesaurus sure. so we just need to guess, the guess what it is okay. right? and you so say an they, example they're is, game titles are they uh, so game no they're, I, they're so they l- What's they're all say? movies. Oh, they're yeah, all movies. they're all movies oh, yeah. okay. uh, so an example is the Earl of Arena's restoration of the Sultan what do you think that is? Shit. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck would it be that? <laughs> I just want say, to say, say that. Again. The Earl of Arena's Restoration of the Sultan. The Earl of... So it's like the... Oh, so I think fuck. a good way is to pick individual words. Yeah, like, yeah, what's yeah, another yeah, word yeah. for a Sultan? Oh, God. Sultana. All I can think of is Sultans of a Swing now. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so, so, so King is yeah, another yeah. word for Sultan. Oh, oh yes. is it Return of the King? It is Return of yeah. the King. There you go. Oh, so I the Earl of Arena's is Lord of the Rings. 
Oh, I oh, get yeah. it. See, I was trying to figure out where ring came from, but obviously yeah, yeah. ring not as in the jewellery. Like is in a, uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, so we've got the idea. We're going to go for this. All right, I'm yeah. Just gonna look, make we're sure going to try. I'm ready least. to do the scores. Brilliant. Okay, so the first one. Angry Cow. These are all films, by the way. Angry Cow. Um, oh, God. Any ideas? I'm surprised that cow isn't the word and, like, bovine was the thing that <laughs> yeah, was For some up. reason, and I know this isn't the answer, Sonic just appeared in my head, but he's not a cow. No. So Angry I cow. fucked up. Um, Can I give you a clue? Yes, sure. please. It's a boxing film. Oh, Raging Bull. It's Fuck. Raging Bull. I don't <laughs> know. One point. Number two. <laughs> Sorry. Dissolved alongside the puff. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh um, dear. Oh man. Okay. Dissolved alongside <laughs> the puff. Oh, very very classic th- film this. Classic. Yeah. Older than me. Much older than you, mate. Oh god. <laughs> Old films are boring. But no, it's American. very well known. It's very well known film. Okay, very well known. Um See, I feel like the last word has given me some kind of idea. Yeah. Cheesy puffs. No, I'm thinking of furniture. Like, no, I feel puff more like... A uh, puff of smoke. Yeah, well, like air moving. Right. <laughs> Can you say the full title again? Dissolved alongside the puff. Oh, God. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> so you thought, give up? Thought sweats. Okay, yes. Can you provide... Oh, your clue is I feel air, like I gave it? you a few clues already, so... Yeah. Oh, man. We're, we're gonna, man. Um, the answer is Gone with the Wind. Oh, oh great. Yeah. <laughs> right, number three. I've never three. actually seen that film. Special, <laughs> special shot up the silly burrow. That's a tough one, to be um, fair. <laughs> special shot up the silly burrow. Yeah. Burrow. Burrow, my bad. Yeah. Um... That is a really tough one. I would never get that in a million years. I don't know why this comes to mind. The Great so, Escape. No, I don't know why I I'll give you that. a big clue here. Yeah, Jack Nicholson is in it. The Shining. No. Fuck. How is that? Look, I don't know. It came to mind. It came to mind. All right. Got a lot of thoughts in here. Oh, uh, one flew over the cookies. <laughs> there one flew we over go. The cookies nest. I that is really that's that's a tough one. That to one. you. Okay. Disequilibrium. It's just one word. Dis. Uh. <laughs> no, not the equilibrium yeah. um, I don't want to say that but I'm uh, just gonna um, it's, a, it's a fear what a lot of people have <laughs> oh guys we're drawing blanks here yeah, yeah. Mate, another very that's, old that's film that's me with yeah. every single game and everyone mentions it all the time I think we're going to have to call it. Yeah. The answer is vertigo. Of course it is. Yeah, so it all makes it makes I, sense when I, you know. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. A, I'm a, you, you might think I'm chatting shit. I was going to say that, but then, I, but then I was thinking like that that wouldn't make sense just because I, I don't. Yeah, you get vertigo if you if you equilibrium's out though, don't you? Yeah. That's balls. also if you think something, just say it. It's not one yeah. where you limited People to one. People are going to make fun of me. I'm going to do that anyway, <laughs> no matter true. what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, Looney. I feel like this one's gettable, boys. I'm trying to think films. Um, Might be a sim. This is a big clue as well. Uh-huh. Might be the same director as the last film. Oh, um, Psycho. It's Psycho. Matt gets it. That was a massive <laughs> yeah. clue, to be fair. <laughs> oh, right. man. Number six. This like, might fr- have been the same director. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I tried to keep ambiguous I mean, and I failed there, miserably. There, there is a remake of Psycho. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this one. 
I don't know how this one works, but I think I would Great. say focus on <laughs> focus on the first word more. Jungle comic. What jungle book? No, 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 no obviously not. I just realised. I just realised my. <laughs> you know, really, when I say I just say up. it, maybe don't just always just say it. Listen, <laughs> Think man, about what you're going to say. I've got a lot going on, right? Um, you always say that, and it's not true. I you know don't, what you, you do. don't know what's going on in this mind, man. There's there's a lot of dark things, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Let's go talk to HR about that. Uh, yeah, maybe. Let's jungle see. comic. Uh, hmm. What's another word for a jungle? Not and not literally a jungle. So more of like. An area of trees, for example. I feel like that's a massive... Wait, wait, wait. Or like forest? Maybe For- like forest? Wait, wait, forest gum. <laughs> there we go, forest gum. Where does comic come I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even feel great about getting that right. <laughs> I mean, I basically <laughs> gave it, right? <laughs> okay. This one, this one makes sense, and I feel like it's gettable. Okay. The vibration of harmony. <sighs> Shit. The Sound of Music. It is The Sound hey, of Music. Nice go. one, Jesse. Thank you so much, Dale. <laughs> all right, come on. Uh, three, two to Matt. So it's all to play for. It's three left. All right. Left team tail. That is a very gettable one as well. Say that again. Left team tail. Um, left team tail. I, I, I would say think of left team as one thing and tail as another. <laughs> so what did what's another word for a tail? Uh, Sonic's friend. <laughs> no, not that tail. Yeah. Oh man, these games stress me out yeah, too much. I know, right? I mean, it's easy when you're on this side of it. Yeah, looking at the answer. Um, Any ideas, guys? Left. Cardi loves this film. Oh god, and I just saw oh. his letterbox the other day as well. And it's a Is musical. It? Oh. It's not La La Land. No. Left team tail. That's a musical. Oh, I'm going to explode. You're going to hate yourself when I tell you the answer because it is very obvious. Mm. Okay, I'm going to have to reveal it. It's West Side Story. Fuck, because you said there was two opposing... <laughs> See, when you, when you said Cardio, I was thinking through the musicals. Because, you know, he can break his CIMDV down yeah. into what genre it is. And yeah, that's... I think Several that's times he's one. told me that he loves West Side yeah. Story. And every time we were I'm watching like, it, I don't give a fuck. Really? <laughs> we watched some clips from it on YouTube. We were, t- were talking about Technicolor. Right, okay. Okay, this one's mad. Bear with me. Sun Hostility, Incident Quadruple. <laughs> a state-of-the-art goal. Uh, oh, that's a proper, proper long title. So maybe focus on Sun Hostility right now. So is that the... F- say the whole thing again. Sun Hostility, yeah. and it's colon... Incident. Oh, Star Wars. The Empire Strikes Back. It is Star Wars. Fuck. Keep Don't do this to me. Then, okay, let's answer. do the next bit. Let's do the next bit. So, Incident, incident Quadruple. Revenge of the Sith. A state-of-the-art goal. Think about Incident Quadruple. <laughs> what does that tell you? Fuck. Well, that's episode four, which oh, would balls. be A New Hope. There we go. Can, can, gets it. can I get half an answer, though? Just, let's just pretend. I will give you half a point. All right, thank you very fair. much. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, here's the last one. So... Actually, no, just it's four to two and a half. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've lost anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Patreon chunk couple. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait. I can see where this has gone from, but it's mad. The, the, the patron? The ch- patron. Chunk couple. Or actually, it's probably Patron, I guess, <laughs> would be the way to pronounce it, chunk I guess. Chunk couple. The patron. 
chunk couple. <laughs> chunk is that on the edge? Bear in mind, right, I'll tell you, there's a hint from the last one, which was incident quadruple was episode four. So you see how numbers work. Mm-hmm. So when I say see, I'm chunk th- couple, what does that mean? Like part two. Bad boys. There you go, part two. What's two. the first? <laughs> Give me the, the, the name the of the patron first. or the patron or however you want to pronounce it. Um, so. And the, by the way, is not changed. It's <laughs> just the. Wait, so the patron chunk couffle. Um, Go on, guys. I'm trying to think of something that's got I'm trying to think two. of. I'm trying to think of, like, Marvel films. There's not a Marvel film that's got part two. <laughs> right, I'm going to have to tell you guys. Yeah. It's The Godfather. Oh. Wait, what? Of course yeah, it is, yeah. Page- oh, yeah. yeah. Right. But I was also chunk thinking couple. like Patron, like El Patron, right. like the boss. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's a link. Oh. And all the films were Raging Ball, Gone with the Wind, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Vertigo, Psycho, Forrest Gump, The Sound of Music, West Side Story, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. They're all on IMDb's top 50 or some shit like that? I'll give it to you. It's all IMDb's top 20 right, okay. of the greatest 100 movies of all time. Cool. Just so you get a little cheeky point at the end as well. But Sweet. But it wasn't enough to win. That's fine. You know <laughs> Five what? Five to I, four and a half. I feel like I've, I've tried my best with this game compared to any of the others I've played. You, you did well, and you got, you got a couple in there. And I got it's a half good. point. Good. That's the first ever half point, I'm going to assume, in IGN UK So I, I think that game is pretty good, but I think there's ways to maybe adapt it a little bit, maybe add a bit of spice to Don't it. Don't have me play. May, and also make it, <laughs> some of them make a little bit more sense, I think. But I do really like the idea, so I'm going to look at it, Chris Pryor. So thank you very much for sending Thanks, bro. <laughs> you always sound so insincere. No, I, I was meant to say thank you so much. <laughs> there we go. And that's fair. being sincere. Right, feedback. Right, because of that, Jesse, you can have the first feedback. Oh, man. And you can have you can have that one, actually. There we go. Is this the first feedback? It could be. Am I reading it right now? Ideal. Is yeah, that how course. it goes? <laughs> I'm so excited. A really big fucking hole coming right up. Boys, greetings from Alberta, Canada. I just finished watching iTunes Wait, videos. Wait, who is this? I was going to do it at the end, because I already get, I already went. But Do it now. You've ruined it. Tell me who it is. Tyler Holt. Okay, thank which you, I Tyler Holt. Which is a name I've heard before. I yeah. don't know. I'm just going to start again. Boys, okay. greens from Alberta, Canada. I just finished watching IGN's videos for turning the UK office into a siege map and creating your own fantasy ops. So now I have a few questions. Number one, if you could turn any map from siege, past or present, into a life-size arena for laser tag slash paintball Ooh. slash airsoft... Which would it be? And then a few other questions. So should we do, we do with that one first? Yeah, yeah. let's do yeah. that. Oh god, um, my, mine went to Canal straight away. I don't know why. You don't like Canal? No, he's saying turning it into a laser tag arena. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, or an airsoft. <laughs> I, I thought you wouldn't. What I thought you'd want one of the ones you liked rather than a maybe, maybe like, coastline. Actually, that would be pretty. good. I think theme park would be pretty dope. Uh, yeah. See, I, I, ju- I think Oregon has just got loads of yeah. Pretend, like, I'm thinking like if I say coastline, it's, I like that anyway. But I also think it's just a really nice place to be, and if they got yeah. to build all the surrounding environments <laughs> yeah. as well. The problem I suppose is after you finish the game, you can go and sit by the pool. Yeah, That's exactly, true. But yeah. The problem is it won't have the verticality because we won't be able to repel properly like the pros there's, do. There's no, there's no saying. It's a hypothetical, mate. Who says I can't? I can do whatever I want in a hypothetical. Oh um, no, there's limits to the imagination. Um, question number two. <laughs> look, 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 it's like, if we're going to use these maps to do a siege-based laser tag or siege-based, <laughs> we're going to have to use breaching charges. Like you can't play the game without them. Just have yeah. like a cardboard little thing that you can that you can just knock three times and it falls over. <laughs> you you could have any siege gadget in real life. What would you have? And I'd absolutely have an air jab, by the way. <laughs> and I'd have search firm with. It'll work. That's the thing because air jab, like, all right, you might break someone's leg or somewhere. Like that. <laughs> well, that's but funny. In general, 
you could use that as a really cool prank thing. Yeah. Jesse would probably fucking have the fuse detonator. <laughs> that sounds well fun, but you'd replace you would replace <laughs> the murder pe- us no, all. Silence. Jesus. <laughs> it's getting serious. You would replace the pellets with nerfs with M and M's. So it's a nice. That still sounds nice, really dangerous. It's a nice treat. <laughs> and then smash it you, into you your op- eyeball. You, op- you, open, you, op- you open your mouth. You keep your eyes closed, and you just have a good you hear time. Them. Exactly. And then you, or, or, you just, or you put your mouth right <laughs> up the thing. Oh my god! I don't want. What is it? Is it six? Five, six? I don't. I, just I don't. don't it depends three, how much yeah, you can fill. I don't want those being fired into the back of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> just an M M&M and M ripping through. Well, you the know back what? It can, it can just be a bit of water or your favourite drink or anything like that. There you go. That can also be used. You need to say like Maestro's cameras or something. Oh yeah. You, you, how much would I? Yeah, but you think I, you're a hacker and you'd love that little hacker. No, but it's maybe not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not really hacking though. Dockerby would make more sense. Okay, all right. What there about you, go. Matt? So well, that's because you're a perv, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's not Matt, me. Mate. What about you? Uh, I, I like the air jabs, but. No. Um, Look at you, pranksters, man. I think sort of like maybe in as you know as. We all know it's Brexit day today and yeah. the end of the earth's coming. Maybe just the, the mute jammers, they might be useful in the future. Keep, yeah, keep government peskers out. Get off the grid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a hacker. <laughs> Question number two. Would you ever consider making an Rainbow Six Siege podcast? There are no good podcasts out there involving Siege. And I think a football manager style slash short form podcast from you guys would be amazing. I mean, I feel like this podcast is kind of a Siege podcast anyway. We do tend to talk we about it quite Siege a lot. Also, I don't know that. I don't know, I know enough about? about the nuance. Like, you know, yeah. like, I don't know all the names of all the guns and things like that. And also, like what that. would the narrative be of the podcast other than discussing the games we had every day? I mean, yeah, if you were going to do sort of like the equivalent of football day. So, for example, like, to, to take you back to my previous job, I used oh, to have a Rainbow Six show. It was Rainbow oh, Six really? Siege Reinforcements. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, okay. um, but How long did you do it for? We, oh, sorry, I meant how often were they? So, episodes? the thing is, they used to drop with... Can you remember when mid-season reinforcements used to be a much bigger deal yeah. than they are now? So, we'd do one at the start of a season and one at mid-season, which meant that we were only doing them probably every, what, yeah. like six, seven weeks or something like that? Mm. Uh, the only thing I think way it could work is maybe if we did one per every um, quarterly new, drop. New operator yeah. like new season, like that, right? Like a new season, you just talk about the new operators and how we're getting on since the last one. That makes sense. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's some food for thought. You know, yeah. if, if you are interested in that, just write in IGN. The email's going to come flooding in. UKfeedback <laughs> at IGN.com. Let Thanks us know. to Tyler Holt. And then lastly, are you interested in the Siege sequel coming? Do you think it'll be along the lines of the Outbreak event they did? Now, when you say Siege sequel, oh, do you mean quarantine, right? sequel as in like quote. Yeah. So he means quarantine. quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think it's, I think they probably learned and tried some things out in quarantine, uh, outbreak, but it's definitely not going to be that. It's going to be way more. I never got the chance to play, so I didn't know if it was actually really fun or was it really janky or. It was okay. I, I, it was one of those things where I felt like the operator's abilities, like just, it kind of got lost in it. The game's not fundamentally built for what outbreak was. So I assume a lot of what the development of quarantine has been is taking the things that are familiar, but instead of just using them and putting Mm. whatever, be it zombies or aliens or whatever quarantine is going to be about, it will be a lot more about retooling those operators so they feel familiar to people that have played Siege, but actually they work for what is a horde game rather than... So you are are going up against AI. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's like hordes of creatures. But you had, uh, who was it, Tchanka, Lion... Think um, and a couple of others. Yeah. The ones that make sense, I guess. Think oh. Dark? Was it Dark? Uh, I think uh, was Ella one of them yeah. as well. I feel like Tachanka makes sense, you know, set up a big guy. Tachanka actually was really useful. Because they, they would have sections where you would 
lock in a room and you know pressing this button is going to unleash hordes towards oh, you. Oh, so you get to prep. So and you then would you have a little right. bit of a prep phase. So you put the barricades up. Oh, that, yeah. that actually sounds really fun. I'm sad yeah. I wasn't playing and they, Siege. They built that time. like three brand new maps for it that were all completely so nothing like what they were. Something cool I learned actually was as well, like that was where they first got the animation for being hit with an air jab as well, was being really? hit by that giant beast. Oh, right. They built that animation for being hit backwards and they wanted to use it. So that's where that's they came really up cool. with the air jab combination. That's very that's cool. Really, yeah. And there's just a little final part here. I know some of you guys don't like positive feedback so as a Canadian I will say that all of your accents sound strange to us <laughs> and Lay's potato chips are a true national crisps. pride he says chips Lay's <laughs> potato chips my bad all other chips or crisps cannot go. hold a candle to the Lay's chip overlord P.S. you guys are amazing and please never stop entertaining us oh Thanks, Tyler. That was I, really nice. I like when people write in with nice things. It's That's Joe true. that doesn't like it. I I can yeah. take it. Make me Give feel good me. about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Tyler. Matt, do you want to go? Right, yep. No worries. So this is also from a Matt, but this oh. is Matt B. Oh, um, <laughs> Morning, all. It's not morning. It's no, afternoon, it's but I'm sure it was morning when you wrote this. <laughs> Thank you for the great podcast. Makes my commute much more bearable. Makes mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> Short and sweet message. In the eternal fight between consoles, what would you guys have to say about PS5 versus Xbox Series X? I couldn't give a shit anymore, man. Really? I, I've really stopped caring. Like, back when I was a teenager and shit. Like, what was that, last week? I know, last week. Yeah, I'm just a baby. But no, like, in secondary school, console wars were, like, such a huge fucking thing. Everyone mm. was arguing all the time about what was better, Xbox or fucking Mate. PlayStation. And they always will be. They were there when me and Matt probably went to school as well. It's just, oh, yeah. no, I just mean, they were arguing about at that point it was PlayStation versus, uh, I remember versus arguing versus about GameCube. Nintendo versus uh, Mega Drive. Yeah. I guess like, when it, it comes down to it, it's either exclusives or how the UI feels like that, that's really, so really it. For me, days. the most exciting part about it is the fact that there is competition yeah. brings out the best in companies and it brings mm-hmm. out the best products and it makes me excited to see what they're going to do to try and one-up each other. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I will say like, I can, I tend to always lean towards PlayStation mm-hmm. anyway, but it's not through no malice towards Xbox. It's more yeah, yeah. just I like Sony exclusives and I tend not to have multiple consoles well, that's at the home. Thing with this ge- past generation as well. It's just like Sony have got a lot of the good exclusives compared yeah. to, you mm-hmm. know, but Microsoft, Microsoft have, I've got so many studios now that they've acquired in recent years. Yeah, that for sure. They're going to have like in the next couple of years, they're going to have so many games mm-hmm. coming and out. The other thing is, is Game Pass is hard to, hard yeah, to ignore. I mean, yeah. I like, I don't currently have an active Game Pass, um, which is largely like, so I don't actually have an Xbox at home. I do own one, but I think it's somewhere in my parents' loft, which shows you how much I used it. But I have a PC, and obviously most of them go to there, so I probably play on PC. But I think Game Pass is very difficult to ignore, especially if you're going into the next generation. You're like, I can buy an Xbox Series X for however much they charge Mm. for it, and then probably basically don't have to pay money for games. I I think key to potentially uh, Microsoft's success in the next gen is communicating that message to a, a casual audience yeah. is communicating to the average person on the street who buys his console for FIFA and card and stuff yeah. and saying like with our console comes this amazing thing that you can get because yeah. I'm not sure that the average person knows about yeah, that yeah and I think explaining like to someone that's used it and the other thing is is for FIFA that's probably not going to be on Game Pass so they yeah. are going to have yeah. to go and buy FIFA but the idea of saying and look if you want to spend is it 8 for I'm Game Pass sure. it's something in that I mean, region I was able to get Game Pass because I think I transferred like the status of my Xbox Live to an o- Game Pass Ultimate I think, right, for yeah, a few yeah. years and mm-hmm. I found it to be great yeah. Awesome. But like explaining that kind of, it's a bit like Netflix and you can yeah. get all that. But it's that thing of case of, 
reminding people that like oh you're not going to be able to get every that's game that the, comes out on xbox part, every right. game that we make and what our studios do which is going to be quite a lot mm-hmm. yeah. but also it's like if you want assassin's creed then that's not going to come with it and those yeah. are the more recognizable titles i, th- I think the key would maybe be going in with day one saying new halo games coming it's going to be day one yeah. on game pass if you want halo you only have to pay 899 a month and yeah. you can get this plus dozens of other games that come down the line so fucking mental I, th- I think that, that happens maybe the, well I mean they're going to make some big moves man yeah, like, you true. know they want to they see how much it swings on a pendulum every generation yeah. when it comes to this moment you live and die on those first like press this, uh, this is the thing like, information. The, we, the first time we saw the new Xbox was at the game awards right the actual yes. console itself. Yeah, yeah. it kind of just mm-hmm. farted out. I didn't even realise they were showing the new Xbox. But then, and even like, just that announcement felt fairly... There's discussion weak, whether that is even the model, right? Yeah. I mean, it's our model, but yeah. it is in the it, model. Like, Cause, cause that could the, be the best model. The, you know? Yeah, the new Xbox is actually just called Xbox, and there will be presumably multiple series of it. This yeah. is the yeah. Series X. Series I, S, probably. Yeah, yeah, I imagine there'll be a Series S, which might be the kind of like the lighter one, maybe not quite yeah. as powerful. I think they'll do... They won't call it a Series D because that makes it sound terrible, but I think they'll do one that's like an <laughs> all-digital. Well, I don't know, man. They call it, they've called it one that's basically the sex box. Yes. One that yeah. was Xbox sad. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think they shy away from that uh, stuff. It's just that D is such a, like, know, it's right? worse score, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I will uh, almost certainly probably buy a playstation 5 on day one i i I, th- I mean i feel like playstation built such goodwill with playstation 4 as well that yeah. unless sony drop a bollock massively mm-hmm. i think they're gonna carry a lot of that goodwill over to yeah. the next generation and the good thing as well like you know you could go for the ps5 and then if you have your pc then you know a lot of microsoft tiles are coming to a lot, pc now, but it's, now it's them- looking like a lot of sony tiles are going to come there as well yeah. I mean, yeah potentially which is nice i mean i think like- i would Sorry, always go. want a console like and, yeah. and yeah. also because like Obviously, me and Jesse use RPCs, but not everybody in the mm. IGN office does. Not all of my friends yeah, have. Yeah, so yeah. I always think it's you good to, to have yeah. the console that is predominant in your friendship group. And yeah. for me, that is the PlayStation. That If it had been the Xbox, I would have yeah. bought an Xbox. And it's sure, just yeah. nice to have that console experience as well. Because when you're at a PC, you know, you're usually sitting at your desk and a lot of like PC elitists will say, oh, you can just, you know, like sit down on your couch and get like a longer keyboard thing. or have one of those wireless Bollocks things. I'm like, that. I don't want to do that because like no. when I'm playing on console, I want, you know, the quote unquote console experience. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we're only halfway through this email. So <laughs> oh, let's let's skip through these. So with that in mind, I'm a massive fan of The Witch 3. I'm really excited about Cyberpunk. With the game being pushed back, would you recommend waiting for the new console version? I think that will entirely depend on what the final performance of Cyberpunk is sure. if yeah. it's really good on current gen then buy it on current gen you might as well leap into that as quickly as you can yeah, if it turns out that it really does struggle a bit on these current gen which it may well do because it's mm. a very ambitious game yeah, you've only got potentially a month or two to wait yeah I mean that feels like a great game like how Assassin's Creed Black Flag was a great game to buy with a PS4 mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. it feels like a great game yeah. to jump into the next generation with and finally, I listened to the latest Football Day pod earlier this week while looking after my daughter. Really enjoyed the chat until Joe started talking and his voice made my 20-month-year-old daughter cry. Oh, she's oh, not the only me. one. <laughs> Please that Joe's not here today. Um, I thought it may have been an aberration, but tested it with a different episode and the same happened. Priceless. Keep wow. up the good work. Did Matt. she react differently when me and Cardi were speaking, though? I want to know. Basically, who's her, who's her favourite <laughs> is what I want to know. Dale, what you got? I got this from James Holland. It says, hi team, with PS5 and Xbox Series X coming out, coming out this Christmas and a lot of news out, I'm not, sorry, this is written really weird. Uh, this Christmas, I'm not, a lot of news outlets have been speculating as to whether some of the games that got delayed until later this year are being held back so they can may work on the PS5 and Series X remasters. So basically what we were just kind of mm-hmm. talking yeah, about yeah. with Cyberpunk. 
I have a theory, and I'm wondering what your thoughts are. A game I theory. Do- what? A game theory. <laughs> That's what I like. I do believe they are being held back for next gen, but instead they will be released as current gen with the next gen enhancements. I don't think that's a pushing the boat there no. too much on the theories. <laughs> it could be like the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X enhancements we see now. For example, Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima <laughs> has PS4 Pro enhancements, <laughs> but Sony could put a badge on the box telling people it's PS5 enhanced too. They could then release a patch for the next gen players so they'll see what the benefits of their new purchases on games they might have by the time the next gen launches. What do you think? Is this possible or will we still see specific next gen versions of the game sold and shelves as well? I mean, with that theory, though then it'll be the ps4 packaging with a sticker on it saying ps5 supported or or is it going to be like it's going to be separate cases i i i think there'll be different versions Uh, and that's because um from a marketing and a production sense of thing you cannot launch a console and then say and these major games we'd like you to buy them because Sony are going to want you to buy those on a PlayStation 5. They're going to want you to convince. The idea of waiting for the launch of the next console to ship these games, but then actually launching them as PS4 games with an upgrade doesn't make any business sense to me. Mm. I also don't like, uh, I don't think it's good business sense to treat your customers with like the haves and the Mm have-nots. And by saying, yeah, you bought it on PS4, but if you got, if you spent (laughs) more money, you could have it better. If you want, it's like, I think it's a bit sort of a shitty way to do business really. But I definitely think obviously these games, at least for a, a, six months to a year period there'll be games released on both consoles yeah. mm. and you know people in the know will know i'll get a better quality on the ps5 mm-hmm. one i might get higher frame rates or whatever yeah. but it's still going to be basically what the same i experience. do think to draw from that that will happen though is i do genuinely believe that there will be the upgrade patches and i think if mm. you let's say to use an example watch dogs legion probably from what we can see at the moment yeah. is probably one of these titles that have been delayed for yeah. ps5 launch mm. i think there will be the ps5 version which will just be better yeah and there'll be the ps4 version which will be the graphically lower version i do think there'll be a patch that if you were the, to then one day buy a ps5 okay but i don't think it will patch it up to what the ps5 version is i just think it will be a slightly Again, they're all... Kind of like the pro mode on... Yeah, PS- yeah. So you're saying, so you're, saying you're installing the PS4 version on your PS5 that has an enhancements patch to yeah, sort yeah, of bring basically. it in line. Yeah, but okay. it, I, don't think, I don't think it will bring it in line. I think the PS5 one would just be fundamentally better from the base up. Sure, I guess you've okay. kind of... I'm not sure if you've really seen it now, but with, you know, Xbox One X, you can buy certain 360 games, you know, put it... That's yeah, the yeah. kind of thing I think. Like, like X-enhanced, stuff like the that. The whole idea of kind of all of these consoles being backwards compatible, I can see a lot of... And I think a really good example of this will be Siege. Siege, Mm. they will want you to play on PS5. Yes. And I think when I think when it comes to that, they will probably do a little enhancement patch, which means it's a bit more like the PC version. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you, I, I would imagine there'll be those sort of patches for if you bought the PS4 version of Watch Dogs, let's say, and then six months later you buy a PS5. Yeah, that patch isn't going to make it run as well as the PS5 version because the PS5 version is going to have some underlying elements to it that just mean that it fundamentally works better on Mm. a PS5. But what you do is you might get some textures that get you an extra 20% boost over what, what the PS4 version would be. What if there was the potential of you stuck the PS4 disc in and then it just it went to the digital store and says, we know you've got this game, so download the PS5 version. Guarantee capitalism would be, wouldn't yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That would be really nice. It's like with all the PlayStation 2 games you have and you can play on the PS4, mm-hmm. you're going to have to mm-hmm. buy those games yeah. again. Yeah. I Which do think sad. there is a potential that some developers will do that, but I think it will be on a very developer-by-developer developer case, sure, yeah. and I think 100%. it will be much smaller developers that want goodwill of players. Yeah, yeah totally. If you're an EA or a Ubisoft, you don't need that. That makes sense. Give me the money. Get as much money as you can. <laughs> That's business, baby. <laughs> anyway, 
That was a podcast. I hope your ears liked it. How do you feel about it, boys? <laughs> yeah, you know, it was pretty good. good. Love a good one. It was, it was it was short, but I liked it. I liked it. We moved through. If you've got any feedback, it's ign underscore uk feedback at ign dot com. Feel free to send it to us. And for that, I'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.